For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm Leon. I'm Tegan. And welcome to Good Time. Not a long time. A weekly podcast where myself and Tegan discuss everything that's going on around us and how inept we are at succeeding in the game known as life. We're going to break it down into three segments. So we're going to have a general chat to begin with. Then we're going to discuss something interesting that's going on around us in the world. And then we'll finish it up with some deep thoughts at the end. So without wasting any time... Let's get straight into the podcast. So, before we start, I just want to like say thank you to everybody who's listening at the minute and do like a huge announcement. So basically, um in the middle of the week, I got a random email from a lovely man called Carlos from like podstatus.com, which is something that apparently I signed up for, but I have no memory of signing up for. So I got an email from them basically telling me that the podcast is doing really well in the United Kingdom in the improv section. So I just want to say like a huge thank you to everybody for making that possible and making that happen. Like, it was very unexpected. Wasn't expecting it at all. Uh, but, you know, there you go. We're doing really well in the improv section. I'm just letting you do the thank you because you seem more sincere than me. Even when I'm trying to be sincere, it doesn't come across sincere. It comes across <laughs> sarcastic. So I'm just letting you have you th- the moment say thanks. I am thankful. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have just proved your point there. <laughs> But yeah, no, thank you. Thank you to everybody. Now, I the reason why it took me by surprise is because when I look at the podcast analytics, I can only see who downloads the podcast. I can't see who's listening to the podcast. So the downloads for me, they looked like usual. Like, you know, the same amount of people were downloading. But obviously, I don't know what it was. It could have been the fact that, you know, you mentioned casualty on Twitter yeah. or something like that. But <coughs> Sorry. Apparently, the viewer, the actual like viewer base increased to the point where we were doing really well in the United Kingdom. So, thank you everybody for listening. Thanks um, to the casualty stands. Love you, big up. Yep, and if you <laughs> did come from the casualty tweet, hi. <laughs> hey. Just, you know, click that download button, let us know, uh, because we might need to restructure the podcast in that case. <laughs> to cater to the new fans Ooh, <laughs> leon might have to oh. watch casualty <laughs> no i'm not i'm never gonna do that never be careful we will turn leon we'll all turn no no you will not because i've been through this already i do not like long ongoing shows like you find in most tv soaps i just don't like it i can't get into it i get really impatient you know, you don't know when things are going to end and things like that. So You're all right there. How's your week been? My week has been, it's been all right. You know what I have been doing? I've been what? looking at houses for sale. For what? <laughs> now, <laughs> okay, so obviously I am not planning on moving or leaving the house anytime soon. Obviously, I prefer to stay at home with the fam fam lama ding dang. I'm not planning on leaving the nest early. I don't get why people want to leave the house early like you know I you agree. get 
you get people at 18 years old now going, oh, I want to leave so badly and things like that. And it's like, why do you want to? Want to. Yeah, but then you can't <laughs> assume. This could be a, a very valid reason, actually. So let's yeah, not assume, could, but... There could be valid reasons, but to the people who can live at home comfortably, who then decide to go off and live by themselves and struggle, it's like, just stay at home for a couple more years and to save money. But I was looking at houses because I find it interesting, much like how I watch car reviews and things like that. I just, it's something that I enjoy. It's something that I like fantasizing about. For example, I started off looking at three million pound mansions in the in this area. You know, there are actually quite a few mansions within this area that I didn't know about. But there are uh, three million pound mansions now. Obviously, it's very unlikely that I'm going to end up in one of them. <laughs> but I just like looking at like the interiors and stuff, and sometimes seeing how badly rich people style the houses. You know, it's like what they say: just because you're rich doesn't mean you've got a sense of style. You know, I've seen some pretty ugly living rooms from doing those house searches. I think when people them- are rich. They just like showing off the rich, and that's why the houses look so ugly. Yeah. And the downside as well is that um, a lot of them are owned by old people, so some of the rooms and stuff are quite outdated, and they're quite old, and... They look more like a care home than they do a mansion. You know, it's one of those things. But the reason why I've been looking at that is, uh, obviously, I'm saving up money at the minute to eventually afford a deposit for a house. And I've calculated that if my salary stays the same, which it won't do, by the way, because I think I'm getting some sort of raise in the next two months. And then, obviously, I'm getting, like, a big salary increase when I become qualified at the end of next year. So, But based on my current salary now, if I saved that amount of money for about four years, I'd have a lot of money to put down for a deposit for a house. So I was looking at houses and going, which ones would I be able to afford? Now, I don't know much about mortgages. It's something that we don't go through in school, even though we should, clearly, because, you know, I'm 18. Some people at my age want to get houses, but, you know, mortgages aren't really taught. We don't know much about it. I could probably ask my dad about it, but I just can't be asked. So um, I realised that I could put down a mortgage in the next four years and get quite a nice detached house. But then I was going through things like, should I go for a attached house or should I start off light and things like that because I don't really know how mortgages work it's like when you've got the property but then say you wanted to move house is it like a sims thing where you know you can start off in like a small house and then keep on like selling your houses and then upgrading your house each time would the mortgage work like that I don't know but I've been looking at houses and basically the first house that I would want would be a detached house and might I add either in Bolton or Wigan (laughs) Because, wow. like, the reason behind that is because you could get some really, really good-looking houses in Bolton or Wigan for half the price. Do you know why that is, Leon? Yes. <laughs> but do I care? Do I also, care? Also, right, I'm not I insulting don't. Bolton when I say this. I'm just insulting Wigan. No offence to anyone from Wigan. My dad lives there. It's, that's why I'm insulting him. <laughs> love you, Dad. I love you. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, you could get some really nice houses there for like half the price. And if that's the reason, I don't really care. It it would just be a really nice house. But yeah, that's what I've been doing this week. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. (laughs) How's your week (laughs) been? It's been a great week, actually. I have had a really good week. Yeah, it has. You you had your little review as well. Yeah, so I mean, I agreed to it, but I did not know I agreed to it. So obviously, I got my first job like four months ago. Still working there. But like when I signed my paperwork, I agreed to a three-month review, which like is normal. Just like make sure check where you're up to. And she handed me the letter the other day and obviously I was off with COVID and stuff, so it's kind of like a month late. And she was like she just handed me this letter when she got your review tomorrow and I thought this is it, I'm getting big fat sacked. 
Um, but it turns out she absolutely fucking adores me. So basically, I'm fucking absolutely. See you later. I've got a job for life, mate. Peace out. She said also that you'd be the perfect practitioner uh, yeah. once you've, you know, got my confidence. Perfect standard. practitioner. I know, perfect practitioner. <laughs> Come at me for your advice on children. Or not, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you might have second doubts. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm actually, great. I'm absolutely great with kids. Yeah. I yeah, actually okay. am. What are you okay. on about? How All can right. I be a perfect okay. practitioner without? Are we going to no, argue not. this? Well, to, yeah, to be fair, to be fair, you probably are good with kids at the fact that, you know, you're getting a lot of praise. You're also getting quite close to a lot of the people there, I'd say, as well, which is really good. Somebody's yeah. taking you under their wing as well, mentoring you. Which is just yeah. what I need, really, because I'm just not confident enough. That is literally my biggest problem. I think so, that... right, I'm having a fucking drama, right? I'm cross-stitching while doing this podcast. As I'm always doing something, and my thread keeps knotting. I have undone the same row seven times because it's knotted at the back. Why... <laughs> Why? Sorry, I just need to get that vent out. I just need to get that out. I'm okay now. You no, know I think you needed that confidence boost though, because you know you're one of the people who you doubt yourself, even though you're very capable of doing the job, and you have been very capable because you know every single time you speak about your job to me, it's like I always think, well, you're doing your job properly. It's the other people who aren't. But I think that's what's like caused that doubt in you because there's like there was drama going on at work and things like that, and you know you weren't having great days at work sometimes because of other people and not necessarily yourself. Um, so I think it was something that you needed to hear to give you that confidence and to embed that, you know, you are doing well. Yeah, no, I agree. So my main points are I need to be more confident with parents because, well, yeah, but then also I never really get time to actually do the handover. I'm normally just in the room. So now I'm just put on the door. Love Thanks. is an open door. door. Sorry, I've got to stop now. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then... I need to start treating the apprentices like apprentices in a sense of I just do everything and don't ask them to do anything and they're like no they're there to help you yeah like everyone's like they're there to help you and I'm like it's all right I'll just do it and like well no I think it's harder as well because the apprentices they're kind of your age as well yeah exactly I'm literally two years older yeah that's what a lot of people struggle with because they're like how do we manage someone who is literally the same age as me and sometimes it can be the other way around as well like someone who's older how am I supposed to be in charge of some body who is older and has like more experience and things like that it's just it's these things which is quite daunting to yeah uh, a lot of people i said to myself behavior management because i am so soft it is untrue like i mean I, you, they could literally come up and punch me and they'd be like don't do that <laughs> yeah okay you don't need to scream at them or anything but like the, it, you need to be a bit firmer there love like do you know what i mean that's one that i gave for myself and then my final one is so we do planning every turn well half term for four weeks so it's like four weekly planning so like last week and this week we're doing chinese new year so all the activities are based around chinese new year and then the week after and then kind of because we've got half term we go and pause for a week and then we bring it back it's going to be superheroes and all that plans around that but my thing is i need to be more involved in it even though i like do the planning on the planning sheet sometimes i'll be like oh i nearly said a name then i'll be like to the person who's higher up than me i'll be like is this all right if i do this and like everyone's like just do it just do it you just get a group of kids and just sit them down and do it so yes which is nothing that bad, really. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, bish bash yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't bad points. Like, they didn't turn around to you and say, you know, what you're doing is wrong. My like, favourite thing she said to me, yeah. the thing she said to me was, she sat me, when she sat down, she said, how do you think you're doing? And I said whatever, and she said, well, the good news is, she went, in this job, she went, you've either got it or you've not got it. And then you've got people who don't have it and can be taught it. She went, and the good news is, you've got it. You've got it. You've got the X Factor. She said, I'm very softly spoken, which would you fucking believe me, softly spoken? 
It's news to me. <laughs> That's called anxiety. Um, no, she was like, you're very soft spoken with him. And she went, and I thought, she said, I think a lot of that, your problems are kind of around that sort of behaviour management. You're just quite soft. Because I did say in the meeting, I just turned around and went, I just need to grow up here. And she went, she went, to be fair, you do just need to grow up here. I was like, hon, I agree. I'd love to just see a video of you at work and just see how like Chaotic. differently you act. <laughs> It's chaotic, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Got this one kid right and he just... Do you know what? I do find him quite funny, but I'm surprised the child's not somehow died. Not in our care, just like he, he likes to climb on things and just like... He like climbed into a high chair, he's like four years old. Get out of the high chair, you're, a, you're four. You don't need to be in a high chair, you sit on a chair at the table. Or he climbs on top of the dressing up thing. It's just, it's insane. Sort it out, love. <laughs> it is a very chaotic job and, you know, like I always say, it could never be me. Ever. But that's why I love it, me. Like, every day is, even though it's the same, because obviously, like, with children, they need a routine. Yeah. Everything's, it's a different day every day. Like, you never know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get. Like, Wednesday, child got their arm stuck in one of the, um, thing. I don't know what you call it. It was, like, the back of the bookshelf. And I was like, I don't know what to <laughs> right? do. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, he's just chaotic like that. The, the kid was brilliant. I don't know how he dealt with that. Right, so you got to this point, you're like, you start to panic and you're about to cry. Yep. Well, that was him and he was crying and we were like saying his name and we were like, oh, you're so silly. And like just joking around and the other woman came in. She went, the things you do to get me back in this room because she's been in the office and stuff. And he's laughing about it. And I'm like, his arm stuck. How's he not crying his eyes? Like if that was me, I'd be <laughs> devastated. <laughs> <laughs> didn't bo- didn't didn't phase him didn't phase him what a man but yeah anyway i think it's now time to move on to in what world in this world in this segment we discuss something interesting that's going on around us in the world and this week spotify credits podcast popularity for 24 percent growth in subscribers Just a big round of applause to the podcasters to us <laughs> I don't get it. What? I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? I don't understand. <laughs> There's nothing to get. What do you mean? I don't... What? Yeah, say it again. Right, basically, Spotify has had a 24% growth in subscribers because of podcasts. Oh, right, right, I get right, ignore, right, I didn't yeah. get it, but I get it now. Like, <laughs> I thought you was on a... I didn't get what it meant, and then... Right, right they've got... To, yeah, right, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, you know, congrats to all the podcasters out there working hard. We working did that, hard, just like us. We did that. We contributed to that 24% growth. In all fairness, uh, <laughs> the reasoning behind that is because, obviously, you know, people were in lockdown they wanted to listen to things and you know they weren't searching for a good time not a long time podcast they were mainly searching for like uh michelle obama the duke and duchess of sussex you know you know those podcasts they were mainly searching for them so fucking love the duke and duchess of sussex don't get me on there because we're doing a podcast that's on spotify technically we're contributing to that growth so you're welcome everyone yep you're welcome spot <laughs> you're welcome spotify. we're here for free we're free we're, yeah we are here for free but we're still waiting for that spotify sponsorship okay <laughs> We will go Spotify exclusive. Just give us the word. Give us the word. Give us the check. So, so, uh, (laughs) I was going to really blow that deal then, but I thought I'm not going to say it, but I I really do want to say it. No. I was going to say, I don't use Spotify for music. I'm sorry. I use Apple music. (laughs) Right. Well, that's it. That's it. We've lost the sponsorship deal. We can't, we've, we've lost all chance in the future now. Sorry. Thanks, Tegan. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> because of this, the advertising income has grown by 29% to 281 million. Is that your votes? Why are they using your. Who uses your votes? Uh, every country in the European Union, apart from. <laughs> no, I like... mean, like. <laughs> 
I mean, when there's statistics and stuff and money's involved, it's either pounds or dollars. Never you've seen. You've probably got on like a site that's like from a European country that uses euros. That's why you div. It's a UK newspaper. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Anyway, the streaming company, you know, Spotify now has 155 million paying customers and it saw its monthly user base grow by 27% to 345 million and all that because of because of podcasts. So you listeners out there, you are contributing a lot to the success of the Spotify platform and to the success of, you know, other podcasters and increasing the popularity within that specific genre. So again, thank you everybody. Good contributions being made. In yes. other news, yeah. Men have been left with ulcers after eating 65 pounds of oranges. Ha. <laughs> of course. I was expecting some sort of reaction from that. It's what they deserve. Brilliant. Such nice. silly geese. <laughs> Okay, uh, so four men in China were left with severe ulcers after eating 66 pounds of oranges at an airport. So the reason why they did this... Why? Just like, men are so stupid, I'm sorry. The reason reason why they did this is because they had to pay an excess baggage, bagging fee. Or is it baggage fee? I don't know. We don't know. I'm tired. But they would have had to pay like an excess baggage fee for like all the oranges that they had. So instead of paying the excess fee, they took the oranges out and they ate them all and they ended up getting ulcers. Right. But see, I used to <laughs> And watch... it took it took 30 minutes for them to do that. So, yeah. Now, I have watched Border Control, right? Have you yeah. seen that show? <laughs> Everyone yep. who tries to like sneak food in or... It, y- you're aware of this beforehand. Stop being stupid and stop trying to just, just, oh, me- stupid, stupid. People are stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, people. That's that. That's the word. People. Those men are stupid. Yeah. Just what? You know that that was good. I just can't. I'd like, <laughs> wow. I, I don't have any sympathy. I'm sorry. Maybe they just really wanted to bring the oranges back, but you know, like, what's well, the point? Pay the, the excess epic? fee. If you don't want a little ulcer, oh, dearie me, he's got an ulcer. I'll be in bed for seven months, get a grip, grow up. I mean, after I eating care. a ton of oranges in 30 also, minutes. Also, I just want to say this now. This backs up my point. Oranges are the worst fucking fruit ever made. <gasps> no. Remove I, thyself. No, I, I can't stand oranges and I will not hold back on my comments on oranges. I can't eat. If I hold an orange and I can smell it on my hands, I want to kill myself. I, I, I mean that. <laughs> okay, that's I it. Just, no, it's not extreme. I, I hate it. I used, to, I used to get so devastated when I was in placement at a school and their like fruit for the day was oranges because I knew I'd have to peel them. <laughs> And I didn't. You didn't wear gloves back then, in like because oh. like it was just their snack. It was different. Like at work yeah. now, we wear gloves because it's like, well, whatever. But no, keep your snotty, grotty, ugly ass oranges, clementines, any of them. Why have you got seven hundred? Why have you got seven tangerines? They're all the same thing. Piss off disgusting yeah i don't get the different like a clementine an orange a tangerine what's but then what's the difference between tangerines and what's the other one satsumas satsumas what is the difference i don't know i I just don't know they're all fucking disgusting you know what that is triggered like a debate that i remember used to having in year one my i had in primary school where they were like oh i've got an orange and then some but some smart alec in the corner would be like it's not an orange it's tangerine tangerine. i I fucking hate those bitches i hate them to calm down it's an orange all right we all know what he's talking about don't need to be pedantic no need to be a dickhead yeah i bet those people are the sort of people that will call you you're like in the class and like the home the teacher wouldn't collect the homework and they'd be like miss you forgot the homework fuck off oh yeah no those people fight a lot of people have just like this type of like stereotype around me where 
I would be one of those people. I would not be one of those people. I would be with the other people going, you better not say that there's homework due in because I, I do mean, not want I mean, pre-hand to get to know you, Leon. Pre-hand to get to know you, I would actually say you would be one of those people. <laughs> You do look like one of those people. Right, yeah. At first glance. Not so much anymore, actually, but you used to. But no, I was with the other kids. Like, if you're going to send in the homework, just let the teacher announce it. Don't don't you announce it. I, I, I couldn't get her. I'd hate the ones who do it so slyly as well and be like, here's my homework. Oh, that's oh. just that's just definitely trying to get everyone else in shit for not doing it because you've done it all. You just want that praise. You know what used to really annoy me, right? When the teachers didn't set the homework, but some try-hard idiots would do some sort of homework anyway. So when the teacher asked, who's done the homework? And the entire class goes, we weren't set it. But then the idiots in the corner go, I did it. It wasn't set. (laughs) It wasn't set for this week. Why have you done it? Now it looks like, oh. And then the teacher goes, oh, uh, such and such has done it. So why hasn't the entire class done it? Miss, let's have a, let's draw back a bit. Let's have a little bit of a think. The entire class, apart from two people, haven't done the homework. Do you really think we've all just, you know, got together and come up with a coup and go, let's all not do the homework? No, clearly you didn't set the homework. Just these two people decided to do it just, oh and then we'd all get detention i hate right that. there was a set we were literally <laughs> if i was a tiny bit smarter we'd have been in the same set right like yeah we, you was like set say a i can't remember what set you were but set a and i was set b right that's the difference i've just found out the difference of why set b is set b and set a is set a because we we're not like that that we don't have the effort <laughs> like that would never happen in my lessons honestly oh. that, that would never have happened it's just we're kind of smart but also not putting in the effort to be smarter. That that was the difference I've realised. It's just it, it was a, it was an occurrence. Like, it didn't happen. Like granted, it didn't happen all the time. But when it did happen, it was so frustrating because the teacher would be stood there like such and such has done it. So why hasn't anybody else done it? And Do you know like, what though? I think about your think. class. I think about yeah. you. I couldn't have been in your class. I genuinely don't know how you coped. I I couldn't. Okay, I didn't cope. That's the thing. I just I got through the day, went home, and I think you know I blame that on the reason why I just like staying home and being by myself because just the amount of drama that was caused in high school. I just absolutely like think about my class. Actually, was pretty much it was chill. I I I missed. Like kids get in this whole arguments with teachers because it's funny as well because because <laughs> we were I don't want to say clever class a bit horrible but but we were like not so misbehaved we didn't have any intelligence we were intelligent that was the best part like I will never get over the French teacher the one who you like just having an argument with someone who ended up leaving in like year nine and he was very very clever in what he was saying and she just didn't know how to answer him she didn't know like, everything she <laughs> argued he had yep. an answer for and she did not know how to cope with it and yeah that's what I enjoyed the most and it would go on for so long and then by the end of it your lesson was done and I was like see you later I'm off I've had enough yeah, you know, looking back, I just wish I was in that class as well. It would be fun. chaotic. It might yeah. be a bit difficult to learn things, but I, I don't See, really I care. See, I live by the motto, if you want to learn, you'll learn anywhere. Yeah. That's what I live by, so don't really bother me. It's just the classes that I was in, it was just so, oh, I hated it, I hated it so much. Like, just... I'll never get over having an Irish teacher for IT. Oh, yes, yes. And everyone's shouting potato about. out in his lesson. I, I, I didn't, when I say everyone, I mean like the naughty ones. <laughs> Um, I did not have the guts for yeah. that. Can I just say, I was so shocked he wasn't gay. He's not gay. No, he's, he's married, married. To a yeah. girl. Yeah. That was a shock. To an actual uh, woman. I genuinely thought he was gay. Anyway, right. Everyone's shocked now and he, he gets so upset and he'd be like, getting really angry and be like, that is racist. And we'd be like, and people just carry on. And I'm just like, <laughs> who gave those children that kind of power to not oh. care? Iconic. And then by the end of it, my lesson was done and I was like, I, that's what I liked. I didn't have to do anything. And that's why I was not in top set. <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, in other news, we've got one more article for you all. Oh, he's treating, treating us you. today. Treating you all. It's not really a news type thing. It's more of a debate which has been activated by some people. Don't know who, but it was worthy enough for an article to write about it. So, can tins baked beans really be considered a superfood? Obviously, when I think of baked beans, I do not think healthy. No, I don't either. Apparently, baked beans are quite healthy. Like, they bring in a lot of nutritional value. Like, they have a lot of micronutrients like thiamine. Is that how you pronounce it? Thiamine? It's probably thiamine. Thiamine, copper, manganese... Um, they're very nutritious, they provide protein, they provide fibre. Money, five a day. Yeah, and if you eat three heaped tablespoons of baked beans, it counts as one of your five a day. So, you know, that's why people might consider it like a superfood and healthy and things like that. But you also have to keep into consideration the amount of sugar and salt that's also in baked beans. I was like going to say that there's loads of sugar and salt. Yeah, there's a lot of sugar and there's a lot of salt. So, I mean, I guess there'll be like some baked beans companies who have like lower sugar and lower salt, but you've still got that. And also, you can't like live off baked beans. Well, you probably could, but you can only have like one portion of baked beans a day because their class is one year five a day they're very starchy uh, they don't contain a lot of like vitamins and you know they're lacking in the other things so you wouldn't be able to have more than one portion but because of like the nutrients and stuff and because of the fact that you know eating three heap tablespoons classes one year five a day people are considering you know maybe maybe we could call it a type of superfood because no it is good for people who are also like vegetarians and things like that who want to avoid like eating meat fish dairy beans beans good for the heart the more that you eat, I the better you are. Uh, do you know the Into the Woods? You know, greens, the song? greens, nothing yeah. but greens, <laughs> parsley, peppers, whatever. No, no, no. So I, I don't even know if they can copyright that, but we'll just. They probably will actually put some musical we'll, in it. We, we'll avoid it. And also, it brings back some amazing memories of you as the steward. Iconic. That show could not have gone on without me. <laughs> Do you know what? Look at the blood within the okay, show. Right, do you know what, right? If I'd have actually been ill on one of the nights of performance, you or George could have just gone out and done my part. Yeah. <laughs> you knew my lines better than me. You know what's always iconic? I remember when I was stood in front of, you know, the, the board with all like the posters and stuff like that. I was stood with people who watched the show already and, you know, they were going to be like, oh, you know, you were an amazing baker and things like that. And then I was like, oh yeah, thank you. And then I stood to the corner and then they were, they were pointing at the board and going who was she again? <laughs> and they were like, oh, she was the one who was, you know, following the prince around. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. What was her role again? <laughs> Things like that, so. Iconic. I, 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 want, I want the names of those people. <laughs> I will Do find I, the names they, of they were people. They were like in the year above. Uh, above? They were in the year above, so I don't know their names, but. You yeah. best fucking Hunt them find down. them out. You best find them out. Show them who the true steward is. is. Yep. Do you know what? I'd have had, if we'd have done the full like thing, I'd have had a bigger part. The shoot yeah. in the second half has a bit way better part. Yeah, it's so progressive for the shoot. And I just didn't want me to shine. <laughs> yeah, the, and you know what? The thing is, we would have tapped into the second half is if it wasn't for a certain TV yeah. channel being there and like. <laughs> Isn't it mad that schools have to like get that like pay for rights to perform a shit grow up get a grip. <laughs> Capitalism, oh. I'm not a fan. Well, how do we end up back here at Capital? I, I'm sorry, something I, always brings me back. 
it's just who we are. It's just deeply embedded within us. We can't help it. Anyway, back to the baked beans argument. For me personally, I don't think baked beans should be considered a superfood. I just think baked beans are baked beans. You know? Yeah, you don't there. really eat them for... Yeah, no, I agree. I just... I disagree with that. Anyway, now I think it's time to move on to... So in this section, it's like a deep thought or something along them lines that I have either thought of, found, read, whatever, that sends me into an existential crisis that was not English, sends me into an existential crisis and just ultimately blows my mind. Oh, you didn't add the woo to woo. the end of this one. There you go, I did now. <laughs> yeah, well, there, you welcome everybody if anybody missed that. So, something I want to discuss, it's not really a deep thought, but I read this on Twitter about a month ago and I still think about it now to this day. Right, firstly, I'm Frank and Martin Luther King would be the same age, like they, they were born the same year. <laughs> and Frank and... Yeah, and Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, holy crap. Yeah. Like, isn't that mad? Also, Ro- it's something to do with Rosa Parks. I'm sure she lived to see the first Spongebob movie, Rosa Parks. That's mad, isn't it? <laughs> Just, I'm trying, I'm I'm comprehending, like, that is absolutely mental, because when you think of Martin Luther King and you think of Anne Frank, you don't necessarily put them in the same year, I'd say. And it's but, mad, what I think's mad about that, right, is, really, then, the, those racial problems in America were not that long ago. Obviously, yeah. they're not. Like, you know that by date, but actually, I think that puts it into perspective. Yeah, and, like, women's rights and things like that, like, Surprise. or improvements on women's rights were, like, 1990s. Which again wasn't that long that, ago. Imagine Rosa Parks at the cinema just watching the first Spongebob movie. <laughs> <laughs> just like, that's what I keep thinking about. Like I really am just sitting there being like, did she Would she be it? disappointed or would did she, she be... like it? Yeah, would what she What did like she it? think of the giant yellow sponge? <laughs> <laughs> that is a question I think might need a lot of answering. If, if we had the ability to raise people from the dead, I'd raise Rosa Parks from the dead and might make watch the Spongebob movie. Like, what do you think? What do you think? For history. For history. But yeah, no, that is absolutely mental because you just, you wouldn't associate Anne Frank with Martin Luther King because nope. they were also like two very different issues like Anne yep, Frank they, was obviously, you know, World War Two, and Martin Luther King was um, for black rights and things like yeah. that. So it's just, it's not something that you would think of. But when you mention it now, it's like, oh my word, they would be the same age. And they deserve to still be here, might I add. That, oh. that is big fat true. But that's just basically my thought. I just thought, wow, mad. Life yeah. is a social construct, huns. Time is a social construct. Yeah, but so is life, if you ask me. I'm being serious. Also, right, I, just, I don't want to get political, but here we are. You know, like <laughs> it's bound to happen at some point. No, this is this is actually no, no, no. It's a kind of political, but not right. America has a lot of problems. I'm sorry if you're American, but y- you do, you do. Like, let's be honest. Especially after right? the previous presidency. Yeah, but when you actually yeah. really sit and think about America, it is such a young country on its own. Obviously, it was we we, we did own it at one point. Which well done, Britain. I guess what the fuck was that about <laughs> that is such like a teenage move that like i'm just gonna take claim of you i'm just gonna own all these places i'm sorry i really hate that but it's only like what without being under the rule of england 200 and something years old like all these like yeah. laws and stuff when you think about england like we have got primary schools that have built long that have been built longer than america's been independent no oh, how wow. mad's that that like, is we have, insane we have like s- buildings in our country that are like date back to like bc they don't <laughs> It's madness as well because they've also become like such a huge superpower to the point where the president of the United States is considered 
the most powerful person in the world. Yeah. I did GCSE history and in that we learned about the League of Nations, which, mm. hey, hey, you made a very big fucking mistake with the League of Nations. I'm just saying, it was a fucking massive mistake. But anyway, um, America was supposed to be a part of that and then the fucking big fat bailed and that is one of the biggest flaws of the League of Nations because um, once America bailed, what was the... Re- like, okay, Britain are like... Britain, what? Britain, France, German... No, uh, Japan definitely not fucking mm. Germany where was I going with that they were we were fucking <laughs> shitting on them at that point um yeah and so if BJ yes that that is how we remembered it Italy France oh Britain and Japan right if yep. any of those they were the main countries and there was obviously a few others but they were the big they were the big four if any of those four countries were like yeah we're not trading with you anymore like because you've done some bad things they'd just go to America and America would be like yeah we've got it we'll trade with you then we'll become friends <laughs> like that is the problem because of how much resource yeah. America has. That's why they hold so much power. And I hate that a little bit. I think, um, you know, there are some questionable ideologies in America. But, you know, there are there are people there who are trying the best at making America good. Uh, because if you I, said it's, America great again, I'd be like, get yeah, out, get out, I, I nearly out. said that. I nearly... <laughs> I nearly said that. I was like, oh, no, I can't. That um, triggered my flight or flight. Like, if you heard the stutter then, I was sweating. But anyway. No, I think that there, there, there are a lot of, like, good educated people there. And there are also, there have also been, like, a lot of great leaders. I can't say that for the previous presidency. But there, there have been, like, some good leaderships and things like that. But it's very easy to turn to America and be like, huh, they're all stupid because yeah. of some of the decisions they make. No, I, I'll tell you now, like, horseback riding. So what? Like, it's horseback horse riding. riding. I'm, no, I was going to fucking ride the leg. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just... Everything has to be, like, explained so... Sidewalk? No. No. It's just the pavement. Again, we do apologise to any Americans listening. Do you know what they call, you know, um, indicators? Blinkers. Blinkers. Because they blink. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it off. that's a joke that is a joke yeah maybe it was because you know they didn't want to be associated with england anymore so they just took it a bit too extreme you know what to be fair i do i I do agree with that i wouldn't want to be associated with us either if i'm honest same same (laughs) (laughs) to be honest like i i want a citizenship for new zealand Jacinda Ardern, if you're listening please love that bitch please just give me citizenship i want to move I know. I want to move. I've not got co- Tegan got COVID, so maybe not move her. But I haven't. Got I've not COVID. got it anymore, love. Just let me let me move. I want citizenship, please. I agree. I don't like please hot countries, though. I don't care. Isn't it mad at the moment, right? I'm just need to say this now. They are having concerts with no masks, nothing, close contacts, and we're still locked in our house. Well, it's, wow. It's not. It's not mad. It's called actual good leadership. <laughs> <laughs> it's called you know somebody what? knows what they're doing. Do you know what I love? And the argument when we say that, like, people are like, but Boris is doing his best. If this is his best, I'd fucking hate to see his worst. <laughs> yeah, and the exactly. point is, his best isn't good enough. Like, what? Like, if you had a child who was sick and the doctor was, like, really crap, and you're like, yeah, but he's doing his best. No, that's not helping your child. He's still sick. Like, get, yeah. you, get a different doctor. <laughs> I hate it as well when we bring up New Zealand to compare with other countries and like, yeah, but New Zealand's population is like really small. And the fact of the matter is, yes, New Zealand's population is really small and maybe the virus could be contained like easier. But it was the fact that Jacinda's response was to shut down the country and impose strict rules immediately. She had a choice, the same choice Boris had, right? They went through a proper lockdown to completely isolate the virus to the point where now they're at a point 
where they can just have parties and stuff. They're an island as well. And if the UK had adopted the same approach that Jacinda did, we would have been in a better position. We might have still got a few COVID cases, but the fact of the matter is we would have locked the country down completely, stopped flights from coming in. Jacinda's response to the coronavirus lockdown, in hindsight, it seems like, you know, it shouldn't be considered a smart choice. It should be considered like the only choice, especially for the UK, but you know. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I just I just hate it when people are like, oh, New Zealand's population's small, so therefore they could have handled it. But no, if New Zealand did the same approach as the UK, the entirety of the New Zealand population would be shattered. But it isn't because they no. did it properly. Boris had the exact same choice as Jacinda, and that was save the economy or save human life. Jacinda chose human yep. life. Boris didn't choose either, and he tried to play a little gambly gamble, and now it just ended up in both being completely destroyed. Yeah, because the the problem with Boris Johnson is originally he was going for mass. What was it? I forgot what it like was everyone kind of gets it, and it just like we get, yeah. we get immune to it. But then he chickened out halfway through, and then put everybody in a lockdown. Which what's the point? You've already exposed people to the virus. There's no point of this lockdown. And was there any point? No, there wasn't because we're still chin, in a happy situation as we are chin, now. Chin. So, Cheers to that. Raise yeah, a glass. Yeah, and we we were still allowing people from other countries to come in and things like that. And we were still allowing people from our country to fly over to other countries, might I add, which is stupid. Oh, I just don't... All the way through this, I've been like, well, why, why are we still letting people in without isolation? Like, just, what? What? Like, just, just, what? Stop it. Like, the South African strain, we were still letting South Africans in afterwards. I have nothing against people coming visiting, but when, when yeah, we've got, just, like, like, make sure they're at least isolating. It just doesn't make any sense. I just don't understand why the government thought it was a good idea to just keep the... They might have been concerned about the economy, but Let's be honest, the economy is now in the crap of anyway because of this whole like situation. If they sacrificed the economy for the first two weeks, you know, when people were receptive, they were responsive. People were actually willing to stay indoors just to get rid of the virus. People were willing, but the point of the matter is it was too late when we did it. And now people are like, well, what's the point now? And, you know, rules being broken, things like that. Nobody takes it seriously anymore. We had a good chance. We had a good chance for compliance to like lock everybody down properly. We didn't. And who do I blame that on? I blame that on the government. It's just very annoying. You know what it's similar to? It's like it's like when you make plans with somebody. You know, somebody comes over to you and is like, oh, uh, do you want to go to a restaurant this weekend? I was like, okay, when? Uh, Saturday at 12. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll come. And the next day, another friend comes along and he's like, oh, um, I'm decorating my house on Saturday. Uh, would you Do you want to come down? Oh, um, yeah, sure. When, when do you want to do that? Oh, uh, 11. I'm like, oh yeah, I can, I can make that. I can do eleven. And then another friend comes along, and he's like, hey, um, you know, I want to go to the cinemas. Do you, are you fancying? Uh, do you fancy going to the cinemas on Saturday? 
And like, yeah, yeah, sure. What time? Uh, two o'clock. And like, oh yeah, sure. To the point there where you've got so many commitments, you then have to make a choice for one, but it's already too late, right? Because the friend has already bought paint for the house to decorate. The other friend's already bought two cinema tickets. And then the other friend has already booked a table at the restaurant, you know? So to the, when you decide to go down one route, you've already negatively impacted the other routes. That was a I'm very s- long analogy. <laughs> that was a very long analogy. I am surprised at that analogy that I've come up with now. That's what it's been like. Boris Johnson didn't were like making so many different commitments and things like that to the point where it went down one route it was already in the crapper because we were already affected by it yeah if anybody wants to take that analogy I'm going to copyright it (laughs) (laughs) because that was a proud moment that I just had there Uh, but yeah oh my word Wow. I think it's now time to wrap it up for this week. Pack it up, pack it in. So if you want to follow the podcast, you can do at GTNALT Podcast on Twitter. And, and I've been peak ca- on there recently. Oh, she has. She has. She's been using the podcast against me on Twitter quite recently. You want to see Leon get absolutely roasted? <laughs> Give it a follow. By one person, but seems like two people. <laughs> Where can they find me? They can yeah, fi- where can they find you? You can find me. What is the fuck is my... It, oh, I don't even know my name Basically on it anymore. Basically slick. <laughs> Basically slick, but it's basic L-Y slick. Slick C-K, just in case you think she might have spelled that wrong as well. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Stop me. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do at Bogus Plague. So thank you, everybody, for listening this week. And also, don't forget to download because then I'll actually be aware of the fact that the podcast is going. <laughs> but no. thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, it means a lot. And we will see you all next week. Good bye. I didn't do it too long today. I thought, nah, can't be fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the energy level said, see ya. Au revoir. Have a dirty.